Hello, and welcome to the dark side with Brianna and Marinda. <laughs> I love that song. I love it. Still love it. Yes. It's a whole because she really just wants to drink my water, and she was like about to pounce into it, and I was like, oh my god, wait, no, we just started. <laughs> <laughs> Cats. We, we both have cats. It's going to be an interesting day. And they're both... Her cats are roaming. My cat is roaming. It's going to be an interesting day, listeners. I think she's going to be calm. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So today's topic is about shadow work. Marinda, I feel like... Well, yeah. I feel like you've been doing shadow work longer than me. So... Probably not. Probably, yes. And so, when <laughs> did you start doing shadow work? What did that look like for you? Or when was the first time you even heard about it? I heard about it from Nikki Colmoni. And the first time I did it, like, I had no idea what I was doing, honestly, yeah. when I was getting back into things. Um, and I was just like, I'm Wiccan and Threefold Law and um, kind of like... I don't want to say old school Wicca, but I was of that mindset and of that kind of feeling. It wasn't until I started looking at podcasts that were um, modern day witchy that it was like, oh, I don't have to follow threefold. That's new. Oh, that's different. Okay, all right. So I had no idea what shadow work was. Nikki was just like, okay, we're going to be delving, diving into shadow and all of this. And I'm just like, okay, all right. I trust you. <laughs> we're good. It's going to be a fun time. Whatever. What? I didn't like really learn that shadow like particularly womb shadow work is going specifically into the womb and healing wounds that are held there trauma that's held there mm -hmm. and a lot of people not just women but a lot of people hold tension and trauma in their hips and there are wounds. And I knew that, like, my hips get tight sometimes. So mm -hmm. I'm over here like, okay, I got to do some pigeon. I got to do some hip openers. I got to do that frog thing. What is pigeon? Okay. Pigeon is a yoga pose. And um, you... I'll have to show you how to do it sometime. It's where you have, like, one leg at almost a 90 degree angle you're supposed to actually eventually get it at a 90 degree angle mm -hmm. wrist to ankle mm -hmm. and you're on your you can be on your um hands or you can get down to your elbows or you can like put your head down if you're very limber mm -hmm. and you have another the other of course well I was going to say, of course you have another leg, but, um... <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, with the other leg provided you have the other leg, it goes straight behind you. Mm -hmm. So, it's like... And it opens up, like, one side of the hip. So you focus on one side of the hip for about a minute, and then you shift and do the same thing on the other side because yoga is all about balance. Mm -hmm. um, 
and Nikki did incorporate some uh, yoga poses for womb alchemy and I did a video for that that she may or may not be using in the future. It's, it, it is what it is. If she's using it, that's great. If she's not, I understand entirely because, you know, she's mo she's changing a lot of things about the program. Mm -hmm. So um, the first time I did shadow work, I not only did shadow work, but I did shadow work in the womb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm saying you probably heard about it before I did and might have been practicing it longer than I did. I have been because January last year, that's when I started doing shadow work no, no. And, and womb shadow work specifically. For me, uh, shadow work started really maybe April of last year. So you, you've been doing it a little longer than me. Okay. Um, I think the first time I did it was definitely in April because I had met Kristen right before I graduated from college and mm. she sent me a old shadow work recording from Money Magic and it was awesome and I did it and it, I did it laying down and I first started doing shadow work laying down and then I don't think I started falling asleep or anything but I just felt really so self-conscious about laying down and like having my camera on so I was like yeah we're not doing this I'll just sit up <laughs> which, which is really yeah funny. yeah but um it, oh I hear Blair oh my god yeah she's like she's at my loud. door I can't tell what she wants yeah she's a very talkative cat yeah <laughs> so and that I'm surprised she's not what she on my TikToks, when I first started doing my TikToks, she was just like, oh, what are you doing? This is oh new. God. Oh my I'm God. curious. <laughs> I'm a star now, mom. I'm, star. And I'm just like, you hide from complete strangers. What the hell are you doing on TikTok, cat? <laughs> that is so oh you God. can come and be on the podcast too, babe. Come on. I hope our listeners can hear her meowing because she's precious. She's got the best little meow. I love her voice. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, shadow but, work. Shadow work? Yes. Sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt no. you. Let's talk we, about we shadow work. Have, like, so many anecdotes. <laughs> but it, I feel like it's what makes us like, unique, you know? Like, it we, is. We always get back on track, though. <laughs> yes. We, um, yes. So, like, when I started dating Caleb, he was talking about shadow work, but I had no clue what it was. And I definitely had, like, a very clear aversion to it of, like, what is this and like mm, like this isn't for me like you know what i mean like i lean yeah. more towards like therapy than like shadow work at first and then like after yeah. i met kristen i was like oh this sounds really interesting i'm gonna try it and caleb did it with me and it was really cool so i really liked <laughs> it and i felt like even though it was like really short i got like a lot out of it you know what i mean yeah so, and I still, oh, yeah. like, like, even, like, let's say, like, um, one of Kristen's people, like, Nikki or, uh, Danielle, um, they do, like, a free shadow work on their live, like, it's still, like, jam-packed, at least what I feel I'm getting out of it, like, it's free, and they're trying to limit it, like, the amount of, like, what worth you can get out of it but it still feels like a lot like like it's still changing my neural pathways. it's it's intense yeah it's still really intense and like changes the way i look at myself a 
know. And that's kind of the purpose of it is that it's supposed to get you to really look at yourself. And that's what I like about shadow work. It's not these shallow ask questions like you read in <laughs> Chicken Soup for the Soul. Mm -hmm. Listen to episode one for how I feel about Chicken Soup for the Soul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it goes so much deeper than that. And honestly, again, I'm a I'm a I'm a I lean towards the dark. I love dark things. I have been studying under Hecate for a very long time, for as long as I've been um, witchy. And so I didn't even blink when I heard the word shadow work. And I was just like, oh, it has the word shadow in it. I wonder what that's about. Let's just let's just do it and find out and see what happens yeah <laughs> but like i can see what you're saying like i and i agree entirely like they even i don't know if you've had to sign um nikki's uh nikki has a document that you sign before you start working with her mm -hmm. um and i forget what exactly it's called but it's it's like a contract kind of and um, just goes over the basics. And on there she has, this is in no way a um, substitute for therapy. Mm -hmm. I am not a licensed therapist. If you need help, seek out a psychologist or psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. This is not medical advice at all. And of course, she has like actual legal terms on there and stuff like that. So shadow work is definitely not a be all and end all, but it is a very incredibly useful tool. Mm -hmm. So what came up for you the first time you did shadow work? I know you said it was with Kristen and you and Caleb did it together, oh but like I... I'm... I'm wondering, like, did you see any past lives? Like, what happened? I really don't remember. <laughs> like, I, I was, like, trying to, like, <laughs> visualize myself opening my book of shadows, like, for, like, the first time in a very long time and opening it up and looking at, like, what I wrote down. But I really don't remember. Like, I can remember, like... A lot of different other times, but that first time I really don't remember. That's so weird. Right. Okay. Do you remember your first time? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, honey. Do I ever? <laughs> okay. Seriously. Seriously, though. For those of you not not seeing, I I put more innuendo into that than what was originally there and played twirl. with my hair a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, and one, and somewhere we're going to have to talk about my comfort level with you and how <laughs> hilarious that is. Cause that, that's just one of my favorite things. I really wish we had caught that while we were podcasting, <laughs> but anyway, so the first time, uh, I went into shadow. Uh, Nikki had a, it was again session one of womb alchemy, mm -hmm. and Nikki had a slide of candle, and we went down this slide. That's why anytime 
Kristen says, okay, there's a big black slide. And I'm just like, yes, I know where this thing goes. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't always go to the same place, though, oh. is the thing. <laughs> so I just get excited for the slide, I guess. I think it's an inner child thing. Right? I'm like, uh, <laughs> Yes. I'm like, I want an actual slide someday, but not right now because it's fucking cold. Yeah. And also the parks here are kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, so um, we went down this slide and my guides were there. Uh, and uh, it, it was... It was interesting because all of the women guides showed up. Like Hecate was there, Athena, um, Artemis, Celine, Demeter. Um, I think there were two other ones that I don't... I think there were nine total that showed up. And I definitely didn't end up working with all of them. Um, some of them showed up here and there, and some of them still show up here and there. But... Um, they stepped forward, they gave gifts, um, and I don't remember if Nikki took us into a past life at that point in time, or if it was in another session, but I think she did take us to a past life in that session, I think, and it was just, it was one of my darker ones. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was one of the ones where I was in an asylum, and it's like, oh, oh no, that was a that was later. Sorry. Um, so, for the first one, she just had us talk with our guides and talk about what we were gonna do with our journey, and then mm -hmm. later that past life in the asylum passed pop not passed up popped up. And it uh, explained some current fears that I have about us mm -hmm. ones. So you're making faces. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. I so. really don't remember what happened the first time. I... Oh, Blair. Oh. Blair, get in here. Let me cuddle you. <laughs> I want you and your little fluffy body. Get over here. I don't know if you heard the little mew of no. protest, but yeah, <laughs> she did. The little shit did. I don't remember. So, the sorry. First time I did shadow work, no, she was hilarious. I don't remember the first time I did shadow work, but I do remember soon after I had done that shadow work, I remember having this dream where Caleb and I were dragons and we lived in this village and this was a past life where we both had been incarnated together and we were dragons and we lived near this village and they started like going to war and then they realized that they could like harness our power and they kidnapped Caleb and he didn't want to work for them and so they just like had him in the cell and then I broke him free and it was just like all hell broke loose it was crazy it was wow. so vivid it felt like cosmically tied if that mm -hmm. makes sense like it does. No. It was very intense and very vivid, almost like a movie, Aww. but like that I was a part of. And it felt yeah. years long. I, I, that's the other thing. Sometimes when I have like these really vivid dreams, like it just mm -hmm. feels like it goes on for years, like decades. And I feel it all. <laughs> but <laughs> that hadn't happened until I had broken like through and done shadow work. Mm -hmm. um, 
Okay, what is the funniest thing that came up for you during shadow work? Oh gosh. Um <sighs> Prob- probably Belial with his jazz hands and telling me he was Loki. Oh my gosh. That's interesting to bring that that you bring that up. Because uh, <laughs> I, that's the first thing that came to mind. I feel so. Like, I think we talked about this a little bit in the, like the last podcast, where mm-hmm. uh, these gods and goddesses, these higher beings, are like concepts, and they reflect like our human faults and valors, right? And so, right. let's say the a mischief god like Loki can be incarnated as also <laughs> Thoth, or could be interpreted or incarnated as Loki. Wait, no, I already said Loki, didn't I? You did. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like it, I do, it I do. It comes across cultures because these archetypes mm-hmm. are found in all people. Yep. So I think that's interesting. To that, mm-hmm. that, that what about like, you? Oh, oh yeah, and he was in a... He was in a full, sorry, he was in a full suit and he was scatting and he had jazz hands and he was like <laughs> West Side Story style snapping and dancing at me and oh like, yeah, I'm Loki. And I was like, nah, that doesn't feel right, but I'll take your word for it because I was not ready for, for Belial. Okay. I, so, but anyway, sorry. I think the funniest thing that happened to me, well, I have a few things. And they're both about Hades. And the of first course. one, yeah, of course. And the first, okay, I have three things now. <laughs> so the first one was Hades. Uh, early on to, into my shadow work journey, Hades uh, gave me a gift. And he was like, open the box, open the present box. And I opened the box and there was nothing in it. And I was like, there's nothing. And he was like, exactly. And I was like, what the fuck? Damn it, Hades. And there was some symbolism behind it. Kind of like the Kung Fu Panda. Like, there is no special ingredient. Like, everyone has, is the special ingredient kind of thing. Oh, okay. that was nice. But then I heard everybody talking about their gifts in Underworld Club and I was like, damn, I wish I got a fucking gift. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, the next time I that was really funny, I was doing an offering for Hades and this is so stupid looking back on it. I remembered in the Percy Jackson book that in order to give offerings to their gods they would burn the offerings and so I got a piece of toast or bread and I tried to burn it <laughs> so that it would be like going to Hades and I uh-huh. was in shadow work and I was like did you like the <clears throat> offering and he was like it's a bit burnt <laughs> sassy that's the other thing it's like it's really hard to pick a funny moment with the guys because they're just so sassy a lot yeah, of the time exactly yep <laughs> really pick one yeah okay and then the last so what's one. the third one the last one um i was pretty recently and basically it was at the beginning of a shadow work and Kristen was like, Hades comes into your space on a boat, you float out of your body, and blah, blah, blah. But every single time she says Hades comes in on a boat, he comes in on, like, Cryon's, like, 
boat for like the river Styx, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes in with this stupid little sailor hat and, and decked out in whatever. Aww. He wears, but he has the most serious face. And he's just like <laughs> floating in on this boat, standing up straight in his black cloak, wearing this sailor hat and looking really Aww. serious. And I'm just looking at him and I'm like, really? And he's like, what? What's wrong? <laughs> like serious as fuck. <laughs> Oh, so those are my funny moments. There's probably a lot. I love Hades. Those are also my off the top of my head. Yeah, you reminded me of uh, Lucifer yelling at me not to join Tinder again too. So <laughs> I don't know. I find that one hilarious sometimes, but like I said, they're just so snarky. Yeah, it's like oh, I have to pick one. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have any other ones you want to talk about? Um, Hecate has said some things, but I don't remember. They all are, like I said, they're all very snarky. I just can't remember off the top of my head things that they've actually said besides Belial and Lucifer right now. Right? So, yeah. Okay, so what yeah. would you say shadow work has done for you? It's definitely made me more comfortable with myself. Um, I was really... <clears throat> like, I hid a lot of who I was from people until like I felt comfortable. And then um, when I was comfortable, I would tell people, Oh, this is who and what I am. Mm-hmm. It, it has eliminated the middle ground um when I was younger I was very much okay this is who the hell I am and if you don't like who I am I don't fucking care I can figure it out Mm -hmm. and somewhere along the way I kind of lost that a little bit and kind of turned towards the people pleasing that we talked about in the previous episode and now I'm slowly getting back to I don't really care what you think about me I'm gonna be me and if you like me cool if you don't door it's there don't let you can let it hit you for all I care (laughs) in some cases I hope it does hit you (laughs) because but like that's very few and far between honestly Mm -hmm. so it's just gotten me to be more comfortable with myself it's gotten me to be more authentic with myself honest Mm -hmm. um and it's uh this year i'm trying to betray myself a lot less um i told you i think I think it was off the air. Um, I got myself an early birthday present of clothes for the life that I do want. Yeah. And, like, I didn't even think twice about what I was buying. I was just like, I like this. I'm going to get it. And I'm going to wear the shit out of it. I could not decide what to wear today. That was part of my struggle because I was just like, I want to wear all the new things that I bought. (laughs) And I was just like, well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just tone it down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wearing my like Beetlejuice 
Beetlejuice, excuse me, uh, pants from uh, <laughs> Vampire Freaks and my when <laughs> Beetlejuice. <Yay! laughs> Where is he? Uh, and my and my Wednesday Adams poison shirt from Vampire Freaks as well. It's very cozy. And my dad actually liked it. He's like, oh, you look nice. Aww. I was like, yeah. This was probably the tamest of the outfits. <laughs> and he's just like, you don't have to dress up on my account. I was like, I wasn't. I was dressing for me, okay? Right? Oh my gosh. gosh. So, the pink pants might come out sooner. Yes! <laughs> but... I'm yeah, I don't wear pink. I don't wear pink for those of you who know me. But these were just too cute. They have a bunch of kit kitties on them. So, of course, because cats. Anyway, so you can decide what to wear today either. Yeah, I, I don't like... So, for me, I don't like things <laughs> touching my stomach. So, like... A lot of the time, I don't feel comfortable in, like, jeans and a t-shirt or leggings. Like, I don't wear leggings, like, at all anymore. I used to wear leggings a lot when I was in... I love leggings. They're very nice, but, like, I feel like it's just so tight on my stomach. And, like, I don't know. I feel really sensitive on my stomach. Um, trying to think. But I just... Um, I was like, I kind of want to wear, like, a crop top. And I was like, no. I kind of want to wear, like, a dress. But then I was like, but all the dresses I kind of have are, like, kind of tight. So I'm wearing my mom's dress. I stole it from her, like, when I was in high school. And <laughs> so it's mine now. Nice. It's funny because she used to wear it backwards. And there's, like, a V <laughs> in the back for, like, it to be, like, a hmm. V for your chest. And I, hmm. there's, like, a tag. And I was like, Mom, you're wearing it backwards. And so I took it from her. <laughs> <laughs> But, you don't deserve this dress. Yeah, you're not wearing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But love I, it. I would say I have gotten a lot from Shadowwork and going back to like the like clothes and like for me it was like scarcity and fear of like not having enough clothes. Mm -hmm. Um yesterday I went through like my entire wardrobe, like everything I own and got rid of everything that I just don't wear, whether I liked it or not, like whether it didn't fit, whether I didn't like it or whether it's needed something done. Like I for like the stuff like that I could sew and like fit to shape me a little bit better. I put those near my sewing machine, which I don't know how to use, <laughs> but I can sew by hand. <laughs> but um, I have like these two really huge bags, like like about the size of me bags of clothes that I got rid of or that I'm intending to get rid of because I just I just don't wear them anymore. Babe, I'm making all of the faces at you right now because <laughs> I cleaned yesterday really? and like yes and I have I I have at least one bag that is going to either Goodwill or the Habitat. I haven't... Mm -hmm. I need to find the Habitat before I can take it there. <laughs> um, but, like, they're getting socks and bras from Victoria's yeah. Secret that I don't wear anymore. Yeah. And tights. They're getting a bunch of stuff that I just don't wear anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also taking books to my psychologist because um, his... 
he just give he gives free books oh. to people or he has like a, a a bookshelf that are just like free books I'm like, yes, I'm going to bring you books that I don't want then <laughs> and gift them to you and awesome. your patients can take them and yeah. learn how to take the LSATs or mm-hmm. learn how to grant write because I don't want to grant write anymore. I thought I wanted that and I don't want that. So take mm-hmm. these books, please. Um, and then uh, I also have a blanket that I'm not using mm-hmm. that I'm going to give to him so he can give to his homeless people if he wants to. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know about the blanket. He knows about the books. But Yeah. I think yeah. it's interesting that we both kind of, like, did some spring cleaning. Because, like, I've never yeah. participated in spring cleaning before. Like, I've gotten Me either. clothes before. But mm-hmm. not Same. to this extent, like at all (laughs) oh yeah i'm my psychologist calls it decluttering and i'm like it's not just decluttering it's a purge buddy cleansing yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a damn purge (laughs) and i need to do more and i'm gonna do more with my clothes it was just i did a lot yesterday and at the end of the day i was having a hard time moving (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i had to take an leave Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't normally, like, I don't normally take pills or anything. <laughs> well, that too, but that's a, that's a different story. And we, and I actually do, maybe if you're open to it, want to talk about why I don't drink or smoke or yeah. any of that. Um, but I, I don't care if other people do. It's, it's their lifestyle, whatever they want to do. But uh back to shadow work yeah yes i was gonna say back to shadow work (laughs) so for me um i wrote down some things but like for me overall shadow work has been Mm -hmm. so life-changing i am not even close to the same person i was before i started doing shadow work i right also feel like with shadow work you are kind of meant to be hitting walls because there are things that Mm -hmm. like you aren't ready to unveil and so you're going to be hitting walls and i if you start doing shadow work i don't want you to feel frustrated that you are hitting walls because everyone's going to hit a wall at some point whether it's what miranda and i do sometimes which is falling asleep (laughs) during a shadow work or if it's um just not hearing oh yeah oh yeah we'll touch on that later (laughs) or like it could just be not hearing something or Mm -hmm. Like, it's so frustrating when my guys are talking to me and I see their mouths moving and I just hear nothing and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) Like, nothing's coming out. Um, But for me, overall, shadow work helped me better understand myself, not only Mm -hmm. so I can maneuver through everyday life, but so that I can also take control of my life and better manifest it's mm-hmm. been so po- like my manifestations have been so stinking powerful since I have started doing shadow work. Like things that I started manifesting, like for mm-hmm. instance the washer and dryer, like have been coming so quickly because of shadow work. And before when I was a witch that wasn't doing shadow mm-hmm. work, it was basically like hit or miss if I was getting things that I wanted. <laughs> it was like a coin toss. Oh, okay. So now that we've talked yep. about shadow work. Definitely. Oh. And uh, go ahead. 
Wait, there's something that I want to talk about too really, really quick. Uh, Nikki actually brought it up in a TikTok. I don't know when she did this TikTok, but I saw it this morning and uh, she was talking about how you could... How, how can I say this? So if you're starting shadow work and you're doing it on your own and all of this stuff is coming up and it's making you feel crazy, definitely seek someone to lead you through the shadow work mm -hmm. who is trauma informed because they will be able to help you navigate that better. Um, and it is it if I had started doing shadow work by myself on my own I probably would have been like what the fuck like mm -hmm. before before I met this community and got into this community community I had kind of unhealthy skepticism with past lives and things like that and if I had seen my asylum life, which was the first one that popped up, of course, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known what to do with that. I would have thought I was going crazy or thought, what the fuck? That makes no fucking sense. This is bullshit. I don't believe in past lives. Yeah. Like, I genuinely did not believe in past lives before I started doing shadow work and started being led not just led I don't want to say being led to these past lives but also finding these past lives within myself and with my soul and so it can be triggering and potentially re-traumatize you and nobody wants that so th there's a time and a place for shadow work and definitely get someone like Nikki or Kristen or even Danielle to who is trauma-informed to help you go through your shadow work or when you're starting to do shadow work or when you're ready to do shadow work. You don't have to, but it helps a lot mm -hmm. to have someone trauma-informed if you've been through a lot of trauma and you're navigating all of that. So I just wanted to say that really yeah. quick. No, that makes sense because um, I didn't believe in past lives either. Even while I was doing shadow work for a little bit, like I was like, this is just like, like I would look at my guides and I would think this is just a manifestation of like some inner thoughts inside of my brain. You know what I mean? Like it was just so yeah, belittling yeah. to them, but I had to make sense of, of it from like, um, agnostic scientific point of view where I knew there was something greater than me out there but like I don't know how to put words to it you know what I mean or I didn't yeah and so I had to put it in a reframe everything that we were doing that was magical into mm -hmm. a I don't want to say scientific but an analytical lens so it was like right. I was doing double the work and so at some point I'm yeah. like well it's working and I, I do hate this. So a lot of witches, especially new age witches, they'll say, in order to explain their magic, they'll say, I don't know if it's a placebo or not, but so what if it's a placebo? And I, I that hurts my heart and soul so much. Yeah. Because that is so 
number one belittling That's, to what I'm doing. I was gonna and say, then, and it's demeaning to your guides too. Yeah. Like, and number two, it also puts out the wrong message to people who don't understand what we're doing. <laughs> so like, they're like, yeah, they're, they these fools it does. are just doing shit, and they they don't even know if it works. They think it's a placebo. You see. Like, no, that's just, uh, that's the wrong message you're putting out. And I've heard a lot of different people <laughs> saying that, and it's really frustrating. Yeah. And it was frustrating to hear that when I was yeah. looking into magic and getting answer or looking for answers and getting, well, it might be a placebo. And like, that wasn't, that wasn't helpful. No. So for me, no. this kind of goes into like what shadow work is, but for me, all magic is a reflection of my inner mm-hmm. most thoughts and feelings and putting out those messages into the energy of the universe right and so just belittling that into anything else is just so small (laughs) like i I, I don't know how to say it in either way and it's not very forward thinking either i mean and it's kind of i hate to say it but it is it sounds to me kind of like gatekeeping. Yeah. And, um, oh gosh, what was the other one? I don't Girl remember. <laughs> no. Joking. No, no. Girl bossing is <laughs> little shit. <laughs> Not you, Blair. This one. <laughs> so, um,. Gosh, I can't remember what it is. Oh, well, it'll come back later. Yeah. See, this is where I think I need more more matcha. <laughs> Maybe. You don't drink coffee, do you? I do drink coffee. It's just... It's a lot yeah. for a French press. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Mm, no. I, and I drink a lot of chai as well. Chai is my go-to. But... Because chai is my go-to, I have so much matcha, <laughs> so I'm trying to drink the stupid matcha. I, hear you. I have a lot of matcha, too. and then I'll go and stock up on chai again. <laughs> so I'm allergic yeah. to coffee. Yeah. So I can't drink any anything with a coffee bean. Ooh. Yeah, it's a sleepy girl life, and <gasps> it doesn't wake me up. And I tried mud water. Oh. Mud water doesn't work, and it was funny because then. After I tried mud water, Nikki tried mud water, and she was like, this is not coffee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it is not. <laughs> like, it's very tiring. Like, I am such a tired girl. <sighs> Have you tried, like, black teas or white teas and or, um, gosh, there's another one. But let's start with black teas and white teas. So I've tried black teas um, before. They don't really wake me up. Um, but I, what would be considered white tea? Something really expensive, and I didn't realize that until I asked but um white teas are usually really expensive and hard to find Mm -hmm. but um i think there are some available over the counter um and i 
I know that they have caffeine in them. I just... Like, that is literally the extent of my knowledge of white teas because I'm like, oh, you're a bougie bitch if you're drinking that shit. Oh I am a basic bitch. Leave me alone with my chai. My <laughs> Except my guides won't let me call myself bitch anymore. So, oh my God. yeah, my guides won't let me call myself bitch anymore. So I have to call myself queen. I'm That's a basic amazing. queen. Okay, leave me alone. I bet I know who told you to do that. <laughs> Who do you think told me to do that? I want to know. <laughs> no. 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 Belial. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ironic. The one time Belial was comforting was, stop calling yourself bitch. Start calling yourself queen. But for me, you're right. Normally Baphomet is the, is the comforting one. He's like... Belial is always in front of me when I meditate and like sit down to talk to them. Belial's always in front of me. Baphomet's always behind me. And he has these nails. Oh my god. And he like, Belial will tell, be telling me the worst things and Baphomet will just be nodding behind him and like scratching my back. <laughs> Very soothing. But he'll be like, yeah. Belial's right. You should listen to him. <laughs> do, what he, do what he says, but here's some back scratches to soften the blow a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> so, okay. One more time. Back to Shadow <laughs> Sorry! No, because I feel like it's all really relevant. Like, yeah. talking about every aspect of our magic. But, um, mm -hmm. what is Shadow Work, and how would you explain it to someone who doesn't know what it is? Well, shadow work is going deep. It's not, it's not, I, I don't think it's for the faint of heart, honestly. I think it's for people that want to really know themselves and work on themselves and make themselves better. Do I think everyone needs to do shadow work? I think it's a case by case thing and it just kind of depends i i know i benefited from it i know you benefited from it um from what i've heard from you caleb has benefited from it i don't know if someone else would benefit from it or not because i don't know like their circumstances mm. but it has changed my life i feel better I would highly suggest and recommend it, but it's, again, it's going to make you face some parts of yourself that you're not going to like, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are either afraid to change themselves, mm -hmm. or they're not willing to change themselves, or face those ugly parts of themselves, because it's not all beautiful, glamorous, gorgeous, gothic architecture. I wish it were. But it's really not. It's going to show you some darker aspects of yourself. And you have to be brave and courageous enough to face that and work through it and accept it and try and change the behavior. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a bad or hindering behavior... Um, 
And like I said, I don't think a lot of people are, I don't mean to sound haughty or prideful. I'm just saying, I don't think a lot of people are willing to admit to themselves when their being lower vision self and I don't think they'd want to put in the because it also is a lot of work I don't think they're willing to put in the work to be their higher visioned self either yeah yeah I do see so. what you're saying I do feel a little bit of the opposite I feel like because for me I was very broken <laughs> like this yeah. last year like I yeah, same. do meditations like mm-hmm. just closing my eyes and listening to a vibration or whatever or even just like closing my eyes like it w- I would just start crying because I, I would get frustrated that I couldn't do it and mm-hmm. so I feel like shadow work because it's visual and it almost like keeps the brain occupied and almost like not distracted but like it it doesn't allow for like intrusive thoughts to come in because you're mm-hmm. working on reframing these neural pathways it's for in my opinion it's for everyone because you can do it at any level of meditation you don't have to be a guru in order to do shadow work you could literally mm-hmm. be like never have done any meditations before in your life and be doing shadow work and working on yourself will you be getting traumatic stuff um I would say most likely not because your subconscious is going to be blocking whatever you can't handle and your guides are going to be there to protect you and to help you maneuver through these hard stuff. Will you see hard stuff? Yeah, but is it going to be re-traumatizing? I I wouldn't say yeah. I I do think it is emotional. It can be though. So much. And it can be and that's when I personally stress that you go and you work and you try and work with someone who can lead you through shadow or you let the trauma happen you live in the trauma you be in your body you be in the present because running from the trauma isn't good or healthy either Mm -hmm. yeah and I do see sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no I hear you I do see some people like do shadow work and then not put in the work like I've definitely been at fault of doing that like let's say something came up for my for my shadow work and it was like do xyz and I didn't do it maybe like immediately or maybe I got to it like months later or whatever so it's it's definitely on you more than anything because I mean, I guess it's very similar to the therapy in that way where, like, you get these answers of, like, what to do and how to change your life and you're just, like, left with the pieces to fix and finish the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But... Right. Um, deeper into, like, how I would explain shadow work, for me, I would explain it as, like, going into these past lives that have marks of these karmic loops that are present in this life whether it is let's say something that has to do with love or something that has to do with a fear um it's gonna Mm -hmm. come up and for me a lot of the time when I do a shadow work whatever I'm going through whatever episode I'm in that week (laughs) in my real life is gonna pop up in my shadow life you know and then 
I do, like I said, it changes your neural pathways and you're creating these new neural pathways for your brain to think about things in a whole different perspective where let's say this time last year I was thinking about things in a way where everyone is attacking me and the world doesn't yeah, work for yeah. me. Whereas now I'm thinking mm-hmm. of things as people are loving towards me and the world is working for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that does not happen overnight. That's definitely been like almost yeah. almost a year of doing shadow work. And so it does bring up a lot of fears, but you can't get to love until you understand what you're scared of. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, yes. There could be like implicit things. Let's say I haven't, I mean, I don't want to be like pious, but like I haven't had anything like racism come up from shadow work. But let's say someone who was implicitly or outwardly racist had something come up about race and they have to deal with that fear. Mm-hmm. that's going to be really hard and you're going to be brushing up against these cognitive gymnastics that have been put in place to protect your ego and protect your idea of self in order to make you think that you're a good person and you're going to be fighting those cognitive gymnastics and those barriers that you set up for yourself so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a time yeah yeah and again like i don't want to scare people but if it gets to be overwhelming talk talk to someone yeah <laughs> like get that psychological help that you need and um definitely work through the trauma and you don't have to do shadow work while you're going through some trauma like mm-hmm. You can do the shadow work is always going to be there. Heal a little bit before you dive into it and don't re traumatize yourself. That's not what we're saying at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And what else? So I do think I agree with you. I do think that shadow work is for everyone I really do I just how do I want to say it well I kind of already said it too I just don't see people wanting or willing to put the work into themselves like that or wanting to change themselves Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah and that is probably some of my cynicism and pessimism <laughs> coming up I I don't mean to be that dark not that dark anyway but <laughs> not that <type laughs> like of dark. It, thank you yeah not that type of dark but uh, like it, it's again it goes back to what we were talking about in our first episode too where you would go into confession you would confess about these things you did that were wrong and then you'd go out and do the same thing and then the next week you'd go and repent and it it just shadow work will give will give you answers and it'll give you the tools and it'll help you change 
but you have to be willing to put in the work and it's that's the other thing too like I feel like Catholicism kind of lets you get off the hook a little bit mm-hmm. or makes you think you get off the hook a little bit shadow work is going to be like no and my guides have been very like you didn't put in the work we're not going to give you more information until you do the work yeah yeah so I've I've brushed up against that a little bit with Zeus I so I'm a Sagittarius and I was born in like under like Jupiter right and I had Zeus come Jupiter is your ruling planet thank you I was like I know what I want to say you're welcome (laughs) but I don't know the words to say it I'll help (laughs) I will help since I am teaching you that (laughs) and so you're welcome step forward as a guide and I felt like this disconnection so for me he would like show up late to like shadow work like I'd be like guides step forward actually I don't say that literally all I do when I'm like prompted to call upon my guides I go guides and I like have my arms up guides (laughs) (laughs) and then like usually my regular three appear and they've actually stepped back a little bit and then um recently it's been lilith baphomet and zeus but 90 percent of the time zeus shows up like midway through the (laughs) shadow work he's just late late as hell and we'll talk about um why he's late next time i'll I'll, this is a teaser for that (laughs) but he um shows up late and i felt this disconnection to him which is so weird because i'm born under like jupiter's my planet right and so i wanted Mm -hmm. to like feel a deeper connection to him and i was reading this book uh blood and bones it was recommended to me by nikki and it was like Nikki recommended that one to me too and I need to read it as well it's it's pretty it's I it's pretty good not gonna lie and it was breaking down like how you would call upon a or invoke a deity that's what it was not calling upon a guide and I was like kind of reading I not kind of I was reading what was going on and I was like oh this is kind of what happens when I channel like 90% of the time when I'm channeling a guide, especially for someone else, the guide will come into, like, my mind. And it's, like, the words that they're saying are, like, almost as if it's my thoughts. And I almost take on their persona for a little bit, too. Like, uh, I was channeling um, Thoth for Caleb, and I was, like, almost like a cynic. I was just really snarky and, like, almost mean and, like just very quick to the point with things like even after I stopped channeling for him I was just like had a like residual thoth energy but um back to Zeus I was trying to figure out how to like get closer to Zeus and one of the things that he was like that he wanted was um sand and I haven't really looked for sand to be honest and it has been a little bit since I found out what he wants as an offering but I wanted to get him beach sand (laughs) he told me why he wanted sand 
And he said that he wanted sand because he's trying to create a zen garden. Like with the rake and everything. Yep. Good for Zeus. So, curious question. Shoot. <laughs> curious question. Are there beaches in North Carolina? Yeah. There's like, um, what's it called? There's like Ocean Island Beach in Calabash. It's really far from where okay. I am. And there's also, um, <laughs> yeah, right. He wants me to work for him. And then, <laughs> and then there's also, oh god, everyone goes to Outer Banks, and there's like a whole show for Outer Banks. Never watched it. Never been there. But I'm from like Polly's Island, South Carolina. That's where I was raised. Not born. And I was gonna wait until like I go back to my hometown and like pick up some sand and offer it to him. But um, yeah, no, there's not much sand. I think he's wanting you to take a day trip. <laughs> I think he wants you to take a day trip. I would love to take a day trip to, to the beach, but it's also February <laughs> and very cold. <laughs> there's that, so yeah. Is yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with shadow work? Or we could even talk about spells, too. Because uh, sometimes shadow work does incorporate spells, too. Sometimes, but I feel like that's kind of adjacent mm. to that. And I think uh, spells could be its own uh, podcast okay. episode. Just yeah. because I think that that's going to be a little long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want these to be too long. Yep. But so okay. well that was so fun. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, and uh I am teaching Brianna how to uh do tarot and also mm -hmm. teaching her astrology. So, uh it came up naturally that uh she she's a Sagittarius like she said and her ruling planet is Jupiter aka Zeus um, Rome and uh, Greek mythology are very close together um, they definitely traded myths with each other <laughs> and uh, Zeus is the equivalent of Jupiter in Roman mythology Zeus is the Greek Jupiter is the Roman so, um, and that's just the tip of the iceberg for that. Um, for reading about mythology, I highly recommend Edith Hamilton's Mythology. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not much of a reader, uh, like I said, I do teach astrology. And because astrology is very based on mythology, um, I'll be teaching a little bit of mythology with the astrology as well so Brianna has that to look forward to but she poor thing is also my willing guinea pig so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's like gladly being a guinea pig <laughs> we'll have to tell people about how that happened because I think that's a cute story too yeah yeah but yeah well, another time. But, this was so fun. Yes. More teasers. <laughs> yes. Keep, keep watching. Um, and let us know if you have any questions. Uh, 
I have no clue. I guess you could contact us through Instagram. Your yes. Instagram. What's your Instagram? At Mirinda.Kippert. And my TikTok is, uh, again, Mirinda.Kippert or Mirinda Kippert. Uh, K-I-P-P-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... You could try me on Facebook, but honestly, like, <laughs> I, I, I would try Instagram or TikTok. Right. Honestly, mm-hmm. I do. I'm on there more than I am Facebook, uh, and frankly, I'm only going to be on Facebook. I decided just today, I'm only going to be on Facebook to promote my books, writing, and for Underworld Club and uh, any programs that I do with Nikki and Kristen. So, yeah, I'll be promoting my Tarot Academy, Astrology Academy, and uh, Tarot Spellwork Academy. I haven't even started compiling information on that one. But uh, when I do, I'll advertise them on Facebook. But again, I'll I'll be more active on. Inst- well, Brianna can tell you firsthand. I'll, <laughs> I res I respond to messages way faster on Instagram yeah. <laughs> and TikTok. Uh, Facebook is just. Where can people find you, love? So, don't even... I don't want to say don't even try on Facebook because, like, I really don't even have Facebook Messenger downloaded on my phone anymore. So, just... Oh, that's smart. I'm so sorry. That's really smart. I will not see it on Facebook. That's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a beautiful thing right there. I love it. I just hope no one, like, important is trying to contact me on Facebook Messenger, but, like, there are other ways to get to me. Like, for instance, my Instagram is your friendly neighborhood mystic and um, my TikTok is Brianna the Blood Witch and Instagram is it's been a change it probably by the time this is uploaded probably is going to be something different so and I have a question for you so when you say you're not on messenger at all you're not even in the chats for underworld club there's chats (laughs) there's a chat for underworld club love I so I had <laughs> Facebook Messenger on my phone for a little bit. Okay. But no, I did not know there was a chat. Okay. Oops. Well. <laughs> I feel a little bad. No, honestly, I don't know that anybody's posted anything recently on there. I think they definitely use the wall way more than yeah. the chat. Yeah. Thankfully, because. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) To the end. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we hope that you have a great rest of your day. And listen in for our next episode, which is about spirit guides and working with them and what that looked like for us. And probably spell work. Spell work a little bit. Probably spell work. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for watching and have a good rest of your day. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.